Today on Bridges, what happens when you dare to forgive? I'm Monica Schmelter. I'm really glad that you could join us for Bridges today where we bring you hope for the journey. My guest today has an incredible story of forgiveness. That's why I titled it, What Happens When You Dare to Forgive? And her name is Lindsay Sutton. And Lindsay, it's good to have you on Bridges. Yes, thank you so much for having me come on. I know you've been on before, but it's been a while and quite a bit has happened in your life since we talked last. Let's talk a little bit about your story. Yeah, um, I think healing and forgiveness past divorce. Um, for me, it started out really hard and I think I can relate to a lot of people just going through that. Um, and so, yeah, I think, um, I guess when you go back to where it all started, just in like that painful spot, I think it was hard to really understand, you know, again, what was happening, especially being on the receiving end not having a choice and having to right. go through that. Um, but so it was an unwanted divorce. Um, yes, I would say from my receiving end. Yes. Um, but now looking back at the journey, it's just such a beautiful thing that has unfolded. And I know it's probably an odd thing to say that, but just how God has really worked through mm-hmm. both of our lives and just where he's brought both of us now. Um, I think it's a really important thing to talk about because so many people can get wrapped up in bitterness and Mm -hmm. anger. Um, But really, I think it just started with me um, seeking the Lord and trying to just understand the truth of what was happening and just kind of take the human aspect out of, instead of blaming Him or the circumstances and just thinking, okay, Lord, help me to see really what's going on. And so I think with that, it turned into more of a... um, having to take the lens off and look through a different yeah, a different perspective. Yeah. It might sound unusual for people to hear, looking back, it's a beautiful thing, but forgiveness is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Walking through it can be agonizing, and it can be agonizing in prayer. You know, we say it, it starts with a choice, and I believe that, right? It starts with our choice that we decide we're going to obey God and forgive. Mm-hmm. But the feelings and the emotions and the pain don't always immediately correspond, especially when it's like a big betrayal, a divorce, right? Those are harder things and it's agonizing. Was it hard for you to pray through that pain and to stay the course to get to the other side? I would say at first, mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks, it was probably the hardest. And I think, um, but after going into it and seeking the Lord, He was starting to give me visions and perspectives that I just remember one night even having a dream where I just had um, this dream about this other person and um, I woke up and I just had this immense compassion, whereas before it was anger and bitterness. And so it's like that's the moment I knew that like God started working into my life Mm -hmm. and my soul and my spirit and dwelling within because that was only the work of God. Right, and it could only that. be the work of God. Mm-hmm. And again, we're just talking about this to bring people hope yeah. because there are a lot of people who might be undergoing a betrayal, a broken marriage, and to have compassion for the other person um, 
would not be the immediate right result. Right. It would be anger at the betrayal, anger at the person that interjected themselves, mm -hmm. right? There's just all of that. Yeah. But God gave you a dream. Yeah. And you woke up having compassion. Yeah, so I kept praying every day, um, Lord, just, just show me the truth. Just show me the truth. And every time I'd read my Bible, and I just kept <laughs> feeling like, the more you read this Bible, you're, speak, you're reading truth into your soul. Mm -hmm. And the more I did that, God started speaking through. And yeah. so that compassion really started to come more and more. And we would be out just at our kids' baseball games, and I'd have people come up to me and be like, how are you just talking and acting like everything's okay? And y'all get along great. And I'm just like, it's the Lord. Like, mm -hmm. because truly in my heart, I wasn't faking any of that. Yeah. And He knows. And it's just such a beautiful thing. And I do know a lot of people that struggle with that bitterness. Mm -hmm. And I watched, um, you know, if we want to go back a little bit to where I feel like it all really starts is your childhood. Mm -hmm. You know, like I grew up watching my grandmother have those moments where, I mean, she was married for over 25 years and that ended up not working out. And so as a child, like seeing and hearing certain things, you know, those things get planted. But as you grow closer to Christ, you start to see the truth. And so um, I think that just kind of correlates with like that generational chain that you have to break when yes. you do go through something like this, because every woman in my family had gone through a divorce. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, back to my great, great grandmother. Yeah. And so as I started learning God's word, he started teaching me like, hey, it's okay. Like, there's a bad stigma, especially sometimes could be in the church with divorce and yes. you get to where you feel outcasted mm -hmm. or you feel like now I can't go hang out with my marriage groups anymore. Right. Because you know? your friend group were all the married people mm -hmm. usually. Yeah. So then if there's a divorce, right, you don't really feel comfortable with them. They don't really know what to say. Right. People are just people. <laughs> yes. Right. And so they want to find somebody to blame. And so like when there's a betrayal like that you went through, you don't want to talk about your business. You don't want to throw your ex under the, bu under the bus because that's not necessary. Right. I know it's human nature. Right. And we want to do that because we want to defend ourselves and show people that we are right. Right. But yet you took the supernatural road. <laughs> yes. To say, yeah. not just the high road, the supernatural road to say, okay, this happened and I don't love that it happened but I'm gonna obey God and I'm gonna break this generational thing that's been happening in my family and I'm going to forgive him and I'm going to forgive her. And even though that's hard, did you get benefits from it? Oh yeah, I mean, the, the things that started just happening, just, just with my kids too, they got to start seeing that forgiveness is a big deal. Like it doesn't have to just be for um, the people that are closest to you that love you, um, but just in general and how that can, can change your path so drastically. I didn't sit in bitterness. I will say that. Yeah. And that is what changed the course. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with just sitting in that. And where do you start? You know, right. And it is seeking the Lord and taking yourself out of the human aspect minded you know, and to renew your mind yes. and the spirit. Yes. And so that's where it really changes. You mm -hmm. have to be in that spiritual realm yeah. versus physical. And as you talked about that element of prayer. So like I was looking at the book of Colossians last night and they were talking about Paul and being imprisoned. And yet he's wrestling in prayer. He's agonizing for the church at Colossae. And mm. I think that many times when 
we say, I'm gonna take the supernatural road and I'm gonna forgive this, it's not that it's easy. You might have to agonize in prayer, but you didn't sit in bitterness. You gave that up. And I'm sure there are many people watching who are thinking, yeah, but you don't know how badly I feel. You don't know how awful this is. And we don't, like we don't know how awful it is for them. But I wanted to talk to you about this because everybody can start right where they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anytime it's betrayal too, that pain is almost like your heart breaks, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and so I can totally relate to people that feel that because now it's like, now my whole life has to start over. Now I'm like, I have to solely provide, mm -hmm. especially as a, a mother. Um, if that's a situation for a lot of people, it's like, now and you have you to have pick children. up. We have, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we've got two boys. Um, and so just in that moment of um, thinking, how am I going to provide for them? Like, how am I going to, just all the things that happened even up to then, um, but yeah, I think. Well, because it wasn't the life that you had planned. Right. That wasn't what you thought. You thought, I'm gonna get married, we're gonna have kids, we're gonna raise these kids, we're gonna have a happy life, right? That's what we all think. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it works that way, mm -hmm. and sometimes it doesn't. But even when it doesn't, life doesn't have to be over. We don't right. have to be stigmatized and resentful and bitterness. While those things we might feel and experience, we can move past them with God's help. And I think that, you know, that that's what you're saying. You had to be willing to start that journey. Yes. Um, and not sitting in sadness, you know, you have to pick yourself up and allow the Lord to direct you and, um, just allow to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And I think so much of that comes from prayer and a desire to obey. And I know that a lot of people think like that forgiveness means that what happened is okay, or that it's letting the other person off the hook, but really that's not what the Bible says about forgiveness, mm -hmm. right? It says for us not to take revenge, to leave room for God, let God handle that. But what we do when we let God handle that is we make room for him to heal mm -hmm. and to bring blessing and to do what he needs to do inside of our lives. Forgiveness is about obedience and it's about the character and the nature of Christ coming forth in our life. Mm -hmm. uh, I think just the human thing to do is to hold on to all of those emotions and to be resentful. But you brought up the kids, that the kids, your children learn lessons about forgiveness. What did that look like? I think for them uh, in the beginning, they had a lot of struggle with like feeling like they had to pick someone's side mm -hmm. or mom, why is this happening? Uh, you know. And having to explain that to a young child is hard um, because you want to give them the best and example that you can. But when something like this happens, you just do the best you can with it. And so now it's um, we've grown a lot from that and just teaching them that, hey, mistakes happen. Right. But like learning to still love that person as God would love that person and having that compassion is so important and seeing that it's not the, the person. It's the things that we can't see that ultimately, like that's really what helped me is seeing beyond in the spiritual realm, like what's really happening? Because mm -hmm. I know it's not him necessarily. Right. Um, well, there's a so. lot of spiritual warfare yeah. that goes on and a lot of battles and they're unseen battles. Mm -hmm. And 
that warfare can influence the way that people act, the way that they behave, the choices they make, and that doesn't let them off the hook. They're still responsible for what they do as we are responsible for what we do. But I think what you're saying is that you gave yourself grace, like you, you gave yourself eyes to see that's not totally who he is. That's not totally who she is. They're still loved by God mm -hmm. and made in his image. And so you were able to teach your children that lesson of forgiveness. As time went on, did they feel less divided between the two of you? Yeah, I think it's, it's really great now. Um, and it all happened so quickly, which a lot of people didn't understand that either. But the Lord works fast. Yeah. And we, so and you gave him room and, and you I gave, gave him, him time. We've got yeah. to take a break. Mm -hmm. I want you to stay with us here today on Bridges. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about what happens when you dare to forgive. Finding hope in today's life is not always easy. Bridges with Monica Schmelter is making it simple. You can now listen to podcast episodes on popular platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Life Audio, and more by searching for Monica Schmelter to find God's hope for your journey. Life can be hard and days can be long. So if you're looking for hope for the journey, MonicaSchmelter.com is a great place to get started. On monicaschmelter.com, you'll find Monica's teachings on demand. And if you're looking to really grow your faith, you'll find online extras are available with every teaching. So don't wait another day. Get started now at monicaschmelter.com and you will find hope for the journey. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today and find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. If you're just joining us today on Bridges, we are talking about forgiveness and Lindsay Sutton is my guest. And, you know, Lindsay, we've talked a little bit about your story, first marriage, ending in divorce and betrayal, and God really helping you through um, coming to a place of health and wholeness and, and forgiving mm -hmm. your first husband and the other person. And, and then he began to teach you truth and you began to see this generational piece of what's happening with marriage and divorce. And I think that's important to talk about because it's so common today for people to be divorced. And we don't want people to be stigmatized because, you know, that's yeah. not healthy either. But talk about what God showed you about that generational piece. Yeah, so um, just in, in seeking Him and reading the Word, 
he just started to unfold that like this is something that has been going on in the family line for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I normalized it a little bit in my mind, not that that's what I ever wanted, right. you know, but um, just seeing how women in my family suffered their whole lives through the anger and the bitterness mm -hmm. of yes. the result. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really important to talk about how to overcome um, letting go of that bitterness and anger because you don't want to waste your whole life on a on something terrible that happened but God can make everything bad good yeah. and so so since since this was something that kind of went through the generations and you saw the women in your family dealing with long-standing anger and bitterness and probably at least somewhat feeling victimized when they saw you go through the divorce how did they respond and was that hard for you? Yeah, um, so my grandmother specifically, she was just amazed because I would constantly come to her and we would talk about all the things the Lord was doing. And she would just say, how are you doing this? Like, how are you so happy? And I'm like, it's, it's the Lord. Like, I can't explain how I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, for someone that's going through something so traumatizing where you feel abandoned, but when you start to let the Lord lead you, you let that go and you just put it at the feet and then you let him dwell inside of you. And so that is what changed it all for me. And so I kept having all these stories for them, how Lord, how the Lord was showing up and they just kept, they just couldn't believe mm -hmm. how I was getting through all of it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was, a, it was an amazing thing. Yes. And um, well, well, it's everyone, supernatural because none of that happens. None of that happens on its own. That's yeah. not how human nature, that's not how we respond to divorce, to betrayal, to the other person. That What you're talking about is supernatural and you were able to share that with your family. You were able to share that with your children. And for people that might not understand when you say it's about Christ dwelling within, mm -hmm. what does that mean? Yeah. Um, it's renewing your mind every day mm -hmm. into the word and allowing your heart to break for what his would. And the moment, the one night that I had the dream and I woke up specifically about the situation, um, I remember crying for them and it was a, it wasn't, um, it, it was for their soul. And I was looking at it in a whole new perspective mm -hmm. to where I was like, you know, at the end of the day, this is about me and you, God. Like at the end of this, this is me and you. That's right. And to to think that you are so good and you are so faithful for someone to miss out on your blessings and your miracles that are right at our fingertips, that all we have to do is seek you and ask and you'll show. Mm -hmm. For someone to miss that just made my heart so sad. Yeah. And so it's that spiritual rim. It's that spiritual, it, it's just looking at life through a whole different way. And I think that's hard for some people. Yes. To well, because we have to get like outside of ourselves, if that makes sense. We have to set the human part of it aside mm -hmm. and say, God, I'm going to let you renew my mind. And I love what you said, like, right, that our hearts break for what breaks God's heart. Mm -hmm. And what breaks God's heart is to see people not saved or not serving him, living in sin. At the end, right, of all of this, it's the battle for a person's soul. And I, it sounds like what God did for you is he gave you this dream and he gave you really this burden for him and for the other person that 
not to hate them, not to, not to, you know, give back what they gave you, but mm-hmm. to say, you know, because I'm a Christian, I'm praying for your soul. Like I, I, I want, I want you to be okay with God. And that's a beautiful thing when we can come to the place that we're not just us, right? Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit is living through us and we can say, yeah. I forgive you and I want the best for you. I want you to know the Lord. I want you to know miracles. That's amazing freedom. Yes, that's where that freedom is. Yeah. And you, you don't even think about the bad that happened after that. Yeah. Because all you can see is moving forward and what all he has for you. Mm-hmm. But you still want this person to, to be okay. Yes. And yes. that's important to not live to where you want to get back, like you said, right. or revenge, mm-hmm. you know, because that's not the heart of Christ. No, it's not. And if he dwells within you and you are this close to him, then you can't physically feel that way or spiritually feel that way towards this other right. person. That's right. Because you're just looking at them in love at mm-hmm. that point. And the only two ways that I know to get to where you're talking about is through prayer and renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. It, again, it doesn't come naturally. Right. Uh, even if you go get Christian counseling, and I highly recommend yeah. that, nothing wrong with it. But we have to be an active participant, right, in renewing our mind, of keeping those disciplines of the faith, even when everything's gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? So God has done a lot in your life. Mm-hmm. He brought you to this wonderful place of forgiveness. You're free. Let's talk about where Lindsay Sutton is now. Hmm. So recently, I am remarried, just recent. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and it's it's great. It's a great place. Mm-hmm. It's So looking back, I never really founded my relationships upon Christ. I never thought about certain principles or things, doing it his way, I should say, because growing up, again, I just saw what I saw and I thought, well, this is the way you do it. Mm -hmm. Until the divorce, I really never had a true relationship with Christ, I would say, um, to where I can talk to him anytime and I know he'll answer me. So it it really awakened me um, after the divorce. And so just in saying all that, um, it's a beautiful place that we're all in. Mm. So my dad's kids and my husband are, they they get along so good. Uh, we go to baseball games. Our families get along good. We do holidays, like gifts, birthday, like we just do so well. And people ask, like, how do you do that? I just couldn't do that. Um, and I'm like, it is the love of Christ. Like mm-hmm. everything can be can be healed. Everything can be forgiven. Um, everything can be renewed, mm-hmm. even um, down to um, like putting putting them first and being able to still love that person. Uh, and I remember before um, I ever when I before I got remarried um, and met my husband, people would say, "Well, you know, you're gonna it's gonna take someone really special to <laughs> understand you and everything <laughs> you've been through." And because you know you have. Yeah all these, all these things that have happened to you. And it's a unique situation. I'm like, and that's fine because I know that the Lord's going to bring me the right one. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. And so it's just a great place. And I'm so amazed at how the Lord has moved. Um, and it's just honestly, um, um, unbelievable mm-hmm. at what he does, but that's how good he is. Yes, and he so, is. Again, and he wants human. He wants good for us, and forgiveness really is that pathway 
in obedience that will bring blessings to us. I think of that scripture that says to leave no room for the devil, like don't give him a foothold. Mm -hmm. And anger and bitterness, give him that foothold to hold on to our life and to hold on to our heart. And I've been there. I mean, I've struggled with many different issues of bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, feeling like I'm right, feeling like I'm justified. And maybe I was and maybe I wasn't, but that's not the point, right? right? right. And you can't get free until you obey. Mm -hmm. So I'm just so glad to hear about all of the goodness. How did you meet your husband? Um, well, so our kids played baseball together. <laughs> so <laughs> baseball. <laughs> um, and we've, we've just been, we started out as really good friends and um, he's my best friend. And so just finding somebody um, that is a helper that encourages me mm-hmm. and lets me just pursue my wildest dreams and understanding the relationship that I have with the Lord. And like, it's just beautiful. And then the growth there too is just the Lord is just teaching me so much about marriage. And it's so fun because before I didn't put him at the forefront. And so I missed out on all these amazing things yeah. that I'm learning now. And mm-hmm. so um, when you put him first, everything else falls into place. It does. It does. That sounds like superficial, but that's absolutely yeah. true. When we yeah. put him first, when we keep him first, when we focus on the Lord and what he wants above all else, everything else begins to line up. What would you say, Lindsay, to maybe a young woman, maybe a young man that's watching that like everything has fallen apart, right? They're betrayed, they're mad, they're angry, and they're just like, okay, well, Lindsay's got all that and that's so good, but th- that's just yeah. never going to happen for me. Where does yeah. a person start in all that brokenness? I mean, I want to say that it, it wasn't an easy starting process. I went through the pain of it and the, all the emotions. Um, so allow yourself to feel that. Yeah. And, but also I think it starts with getting in a quiet place Mm -hmm. to where you feel like you're in the rock bottom. You can call out to him. Yeah. Just try it. Like just read your scripture. Even if it's one, you are, I mean, God says scripture is so powerful. So even by reading it and Mm -hmm. putting it into your mind, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the first step. That's right. right. Say a prayer and and ask for the Lord to reveal himself. And I love that you said, you can just read one scripture. It doesn't have to be five chapters. No. It doesn't, it, it's great if it's five chapters. It's great if it can be an hour a day, but start someplace. Right. If it's just a sentence. And I know sometimes as people, I, I love also that you said the quiet, right? Because we stay so busy and it's yeah. just so hard, right? Because sometimes you just feel like, well, if I let this pain go, it's just going to spill everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just don't have time for all that. I've just got to kind of white knuckle it through. Right. And when we do that, we don't get the healing and the beauty, right. do we? No. And that's, that's what I was talking about earlier with you just like go through your whole life holding on to something mm-hmm. that's chipping away at you. Yeah. And so I think the easiest way and the best advice I could give is to, if you've never heard the Lord's voice, that's okay. Just, just get in a quiet place and just give it a try. Yeah. You know, ask, ask and he'll meet, yes. he'll meet us. He'll meet even us. Even in the tears, even in the anger, he will absolutely meet us. We're out of time, but I want to thank you so much, yeah. Lindsay, for being thank here you for today. Having me. Stay tuned. Monica will be right back. Don't give in. God's word says you're an overcomer. If you hadn't done blah, 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 this wouldn't have happened. And let me say this to you. If you think that you are in a mess of your own making, you are still an overcomer. 
when that temptation comes, you want to make sure that you are dressed for battle. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. Visit monicaschmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Here is some hope for the journey. We talked about what happens when you dare to forgive. And I want to encourage you in this. Forgiveness is not saying that what happened is okay. Forgiveness is about us obeying Christ and allowing the nature and the character of Christ to be formed in us, which is the point of this whole life that we become more like Christ. What about the bitterness, the rage, the anger? Acknowledge that. We all feel those things when we get betrayed or something awful happens, but don't stay there. Start to pray, read your Bible, even if it's a, a verse at a time, and allow God to heal and to bring you to forgiveness. God wants to restore your life. He wants to bless your life. So walk in forgiveness. We're out of time, but I say goodbye and God bless you. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.